Hi, I'm Cam Haynes. I'm a bow hunting expert, and this is The Breakdown. This is Game of Thrones Battle of the Bastards. Have you seen this? I don't think so. It seems intense, whatever's gonna happen. Oh, ooh, got a little left. He doesn't seem too surprised or too worried. He's a little cocky. I like a longer bow because it's more forgiving. A short bow, the wrist, the wrist position is gonna affect your accuracy. Back in the day, uh, having a longer bow maybe gave them a little more leeway on, uh, it, like I said, being forgiving. He's getting out there a ways though. This is gonna be tough. Uh, that's kind of weird. Let's go back a little bit. I mean, that's weird head position because it's like he's moving his nose in the way of the string there. You want to be looking at your target and you want that string to go by, leave your face unimpeded. So for him, it looks like it's back here. And then he kind of turns his nose into the string. It's not gonna lend itself to, uh, to good shooting, I don't think, because also you're changing your eye position, which you want to keep your eyes fixed on the target. I don't know, it's pretty weird. It's not surprised he missed this shot. It seems like we got something meeting of energy here. Nope, too far. Bow hunting in general is a close range endeavor. I feel pretty confident 40 yards and in, but I practice a lot at long distance. So there's people who are great shots, really dialed in with their equipment, they can shoot further. But I think for the general archer, a 40 yard shot is not 100% guaranteed every time. Best in the world can shoot 100 yards. And getting further and further away too, he's not making it any easier on himself. So anytime I've run away from somebody shooting an arrow at me, which has been zero thankfully, but if that is ever gonna happen, I'm gonna be zigging and zagging back and forth. I'm not gonna run straight in line, straight away from the guy shooting at me. It's all that side to side. You know, in football, you wanna run north and south, not when somebody's shooting an arrow at you, you wanna run east and west. Oh, that one worked. God, so that's surprising. He's shooting at a guy running away. He was close and he was way off, way left. The second one, don't even know where it hit. The third one, over the top. So he's getting further and further away. And then the last one, when he's out there a long way through his heart, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I would feel pretty confident if I was the guy running away, seeing where those arrows would hit. I'm like, I'm probably gonna be pretty good here, but he wasn't. He, he took one through the old pump station. Oh. <laughs> this is Rambo, First Blood, part two. I've seen all these many times. In First Blood, he fell, had to stitch up his arm. That was badass. He had the whole suture kit in his knife, so I wanted a knife like that. I know this scene right here. Let's walk through it. Look, just shredded. John Rambo is shredded. Do you often talk with your shirt off? Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> if I looked like that, I would. Freeze it right there. A pistol at this distance is tough to be accurate, and Rambo has his bow. I don't think that's a match if you want. Oh, and look at the confidence. See, all these scenes, it's confidence. You see all these guys, they don't, they don't think they're gonna hit their target, they know they're gonna hit their target. Rambo knows this guy's days are numbered. Seconds are numbered. And this deal exploding tip arrow, it looks like it's the case of a Razorback 5. They just kind of glued it on there. It's kind of like what they came in. Let's go back a little bit. So he's getting his arrow knocked up there. He's getting dialed in on his target. Ah, he's got the bow canted a little bit, which is not typical because he has sight pins on there. Those are in straight line. So normally that top pin would be 20. 
The second pin would be 30. Then that bottom pin he has would probably be about 60 or 70 yards, but because he's canting the bow, it like screws all that up. So I don't really know how he's aiming or what his reference point is, but I do know he's got hell obliques. He's got a flat stomach. He's got the exploding tip broadhead on there, and there's no doubt, I think he's down to one arrow though. You can see he doesn't have any arrows in his quiver right there, but it doesn't matter. This dude's dead. Rambo knows he's dead. The dude knows he's dead. It's just a matter of dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Let's play that. Come on, baby. Letting him get a little further away. This guy's feeling kind of like a mouse in a field. The hawk swooping down, and here comes, whoo, that hit home. There's pieces. <laughs> Pieces flight, I remember that. Rambo's not surprised. He is not surprised that that arrow hit exactly where he wanted to hit. That's the confidence I'm talking about. Okay, you take a hot girl or a badass guy, you put a bow in their hand, they're like 10 times hotter, 10 times more badass. It probably started with Rambo right here. We tried to do this actually. I shot an arrow through a propane flame into a paint can. And so I said, hey, just testing out the new Rambo broadheads. And people thought that's what it was because it looked similar to this. There's flames and explosions everywhere. I mean, it exploded. The Hunger Games catching fire. Jennifer Lawrence, she is responsible for more young girls getting into archery than any woman in the history of women. She's controlled, she's consistent, she's not flinching or anything. She can find that anchor. That's the key to bow and arrow shooting is finding that anchor. So when you come to full draw, you want consistent anchor points. So like mine is the string comes across the tip of my nose. There's a little metal uh, knock, goes in the corner of my mouth and then my hand's in the same position every time. So to be accurate, you have to have that, those things exactly the same every single time. With people attacking her like this, so there's her broadhead right there. So that's a two blade broadhead cutting tip, which means it starts cutting from the very tip of the broadhead and it's a good edge on both sides. You can shoot lower poundage and because it's sharp from the get-go, it starts cutting right when it hits whatever the target is. The broadhead I shoot, it doesn't have a cutting tip on it, so it has to push through first, and then it starts to cut. You kill from hemorrhage. So I have three blades that are cutting as opposed to what she has there is two blades. So she's starting to cut early, but she's only getting a slice, whereas I'm getting a hole. A slice is gonna cause less hemorrhage than a three-blade hole. I'm willing to give up a little penetration to get a bigger hole. Kind of graphic. <laughs> Fast forward a little bit. That is sweet. I have yet to do a combat role. That's not easy. She shows some athletic ability, which I've always said the best bow hunters are athletes too. I think she fits a bill there and it worked. I mean, she's alive. The way this character started off with hunting first and then transitioning to hunting man, no matter what you're hunting with a bow, you have to have confidence in your equipment and confidence in yourself. It's why she was successful in the woods providing for her family and it's why she's successful here in the Hunger Games also. Good job, Jen. This is Brave. I am Merida. Archers are always confident. She's got that fire in her eyes. You can tell right there. Oh. Yeah, range of motion. She is having, she's being bound down. Oh, that's as, that's as bullseye as it gets. We call that hitting the X. She's getting dialed in here. Excellent release. Oh, that is a that is money right there. Pause it right here. What you want to do, you want to draw back and you don't want to be affected at all on the release. You don't want to flinch. You don't want to do anything. You want to stay exactly consistent and watch that arrow hit the X just like she did. I'm going to guess this arrow might split the other arrow in the X. Oh, 
Now that's some penetration too. She might have drawn back a little further on that just to get a little more umph. We call that a Robin Hood right there. Also, you see that flex of the arrow, and that's what happens even with my arrows. The spine of the arrow de determines how stiff it is. So you want an arrow exactly matched up with the poundage of bow you're shooting. If the arrow is underspined, it's gonna be more like a noodle being pushed by a bowling ball way too much flex. If it's overspined, it's gonna to be too stiff and it won't absorb that energy right. So here's the arrow I shoot. And basically this arrow will flex. I don't know if you can see that. Center of the arrow is about right here. So my arrow is balanced front of center. That's good because that helps get that weight out in front and this arrow will steer better with that weight here. This is called the fletch. In Brave, as we're watching this clip right here, that's feathers on her arrow. Big feathers would steer an arrow better with a broadhead, but have a lot of drag. This has an iron wheel broadhead on it. This is razor sharp. Actually even has my name on it, Cam Haynes. So that's kind of cool. The perfect size fletch, the perfect broadhead, the perfectly tuned arrow, perfectly spined arrow. If it all works, this thing can do amazing things. God, it could be up to $40 for one arrow. That's why you always take good shots. You don't want to be losing these. This is animation, but everything they did here is a, a great representation of archery. This is the killing season. I haven't seen this one, so normally I see good movies. So I don't know if this is a good movie or not. What? Oh my God, I never thought I'd see Robert De Niro shooting an uh, arrow at a bull. Uh, kind of quartering too now, that's not the angle we want. We don't want that animal facing us, we want broadside. I mean, he's got pretty good form right here. His equipment kind of sucks, that rest is a whisker biscuit. A lot of people shoot them just because they're cheap, but they're not super accurate at long range, so I've never even messed with one. The whisker biscuit has bristles that go in and hold the arrow, so when that fletch goes through, they're hitting that. You can actually cause the arrow to hit because it's still being affected by that rest all the way through when it leaves the bow. Right in front of his eye that's open is the peep sight, and then that's what he's aiming, through the peep, to the pin, to the animal. My sight, it's called a single pin, so it's one post. Use a rangefinder, I figure out how far my target is, and then I dial this yardage in. The top um, reference point and then the bottom reference point correlate with that pin and that pin. What the hell is that? You just spooked him. The fact that it spooked from a radio, yeah, that's realistic. That's gonna sound like a freaking garbage can falling from 30 stories and hitting the ground. Animals in general are used to sounds in the woods or in the mountains. They can hear so well, if they hear something maybe 200 yards away, a stick break, they can tell right where that is. If they go through that area later, they'll remember, I heard that right there. Fast forward a little bit. How'd you know it was a monitor? Because I was there too. Whoa. <laughs> he ruined his bow. That's why you wear a safety belt in the tree stand right there. If I fall, I'm definitely taking the brunt of that, that I'm protecting my bow. And so he did a terrible job protecting his bow because his bow got thrashed. He's not that young either. I'm surprised he didn't break a hip. He's still able to crawl, crawl, but crawl to danger, not good. Didn't protect his bow, not good. I'd say that's a, a double fail. This is King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. How far can you shoot, Bill? 75? No, he said 175. That's a long shot with the bow. So 75, did they say yards? Yeah. Yeah, 75 yards, that's a, even today, that's a good shot. There's a YouTube video of me hitting a balloon at 237. I think world record at that time was 219, but I would think at that distance, 
there's going to be some other factors they should weigh in. If I shot in the rain, it would be 10 yards short in the grass because the rain would be hitting the arrow down and it would hit low. If I have a slight breeze going from left to right, it's going to push that arrow. It sounds crazy, but barometric pressure at that distance, if the air is thick and humid and heavy, that arrow is just not going to fly the same. Fast forward a little bit. It's about 175 yards, isn't it? We can't see them. They can't see us. Whoa. Oh my God, look at these. These arrows are right in there. That's some confidence. If you had a hill in between you and the target, or in this case, maybe trees, you would aim at the target and you'd know that that arrow's gonna go up and over and drop in. Maybe that's what happened here, but those arrows looked like they're very close together at 175 yards, two guys holding the target. That's impressive shooting. Jump ahead, please. So that was practice for this key moment right here, I'm taking it. Looked like he had some resin he's getting. When you're shooting with fingers, the smoother release that can be, the more straight that string can come off the fingers, the more accurate it's gonna be. So that's why he wants like baby powder resin. It's something to where that string slides right off the fingers. That's gonna be key for shooting at this distance. No, I use a release. So it's that release on the sight hanging right there. Yeah. Can you hand me my arrow too? So what he's doing, he's shooting with fingers. So he's shooting just like this. Normally it's one, one finger above, two below, and you pull that back. Whereas my trigger release here, it allows me to put on the string just like this, just so I, I don't adversely affect the string and the release of the string. It has this trigger right here and it's a perfect release. It doesn't have to go around your fingers. The arrow's coming out of there perfectly straight. He's still focused, but he's ignoring wait, wait, the, the noise. As an archer, that's what you gotta do. You gotta be able to block out everything else because you gotta aim and it takes 100% focus. So all those distractions, he, you can see he's still, he's still looking at his target. Good release. It's a long shot. You missed him anyway. I didn't miss anyone. That arrow blew all the way through them. Even the animals I hunt, big bear, big bull elk, because everything's working like it should, I got a razor sharp broadhead, it barely slows down going through the animals and can actually stick in a tree on the other side. And that's what happened right there. The arrow went through, had some blood dripping off of it. He took an arrow through the chest and didn't really know what happened. It happened so fast. Up next, the Avengers. Oh, it's a lefty. You can have a laser sight on a bow. It's just gonna be hard to see, especially in daylight at distance. Of course, it's Hawkeye. Maybe Hawkeye can see it. I'm all about delivering the arrow and, and making it lethal. So if a laser sight allows you to do that at a higher level, then that's good for the animal. I'm, I wanna be a merciful hunter. A lot of states don't allow electronic equipment on your bow. So that would be considered electronic equipment, so it wouldn't be allowed in some states for, for legal hunting. But if it is, and you shot better, and this is gonna allow you to be a, a higher level hunter, go for it. He's got a finger tab on there. Ah, ooh. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, he needs to have a little more oomph on that arrow. It would've got to his target a little faster with a little more poundage probably, but the, the thing I noticed that uh, Jeremy didn't have, I don't know about that anchor. Fingers are away from his face right there. He's got the finger tab, which guys shoot finger tab because it's a little bit smoother release than just fingers. Like, I don't know. He, I mean, he looks confident. He looks so confident he's like half smiling, but the anchor, if it works for him every single time, then that's fine. That's gonna be a tough one to be consistent. It's kind of like a little bit like Katniss with hers below her chin like that. This is a scene from The Walking Dead season six. Daryl, he did some damage with his crossbow in this series. He looks a 
little frazzled. If he's going to be shooting something with his crossbow, he needs to settle down and get more focused. Come on, baby, get your wits together. Holy cow, come on, Daryl. You're acting like you never took this thing out of the bag. See, this is why you practice in crunch time. See? Nope. It's the only problem I've ever had with, uh, with The Walking Dead is a rotten zombie and that arrow is only sticking in his skull. It should blow clear through that. It's not cinematic enough, I guess. But if it sticks in his head, I guess that looks cool. It shouldn't. It shouldn't even have slowed down. A crossbow can shoot over 300 feet per second, which is very fast. But the weight of the bolt is a lot less because they're shorter than the weight of an arrow. So there's going to be less kinetic energy. Still plenty of kinetic energy enough to blow through a rotten zombie skull. But it's going to be less than, say, my arrow coming out of my compound bow. As you saw Daryl there pull it out of the bag, the crossbow was cocked, which means the string's back. Arrows loaded, or they call it a bolt. In my mind, bow hunting needs to be, you're pulling it back, it's under your power. I mean, you can get good at shooting a crossbow in five minutes. Cause you can have a scope on there, just like a rifle, get down on a shooting bench, aim it at your target and shoot it a hundred yards and hit accurate in five minutes. With a bow, that's gonna take weeks, months, years for some people to get that accurate with a actual compound bow. There's just a different level of commitment required between a crossbow and, and a compound bow. But at least it's somebody shooting arrows. And Daryl made it famous. That might be a conduit to archery. And so I've looked at it as a positive for, uh, for what I love. But Manny struggled with that bag. That was not good. I see where he needs to put in reps, taking his equipment out of his bag, being ready to kill. Up next, the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Ooh, dang. He's like some rapid fire. He's getting it done right there. That's impressive. I mean, right to the quiver, arrow right on the string, no messing around. It's going to take reps to get that good. I mean, that's like, that's like Katna style right there, you know, right to the quiver. And it's like the hand position was good. And then it went straight to the string and straight back. Just doing that. Boom, 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 shoot. That's going to take some time. If this is what he does, this is what he's dedicating his life to. This is what he's known for. Props. It's a, that's a commitment. I'm impressed. Let's go back a little bit. You could expect a pass through with the target that close, depending on how what type of head he had on there and how sharp it was, it probably would have went through his intended target and maybe killed both of them. If he was good enough, which I would say he's good enough, but he could have done a half draw, just enough to kill the bad guy, but that's another level of expertise. But. Wouldn't surprise me here. Rewind, please. Yeah. The sound of those arrows coming off the bow, not unrealistic because you think about it, an arrow flying towards its intended target. You have the veins or the feathers on the back to steer the arrow. The broadhead and the feathers are essentially cutting air. And anytime you cut air like that, it's making noise. It's gonna make that on the way to the target. So it's pretty realistic. That's the thing about archery, and that's what I love about all these clips, is you see the confidence, you see the focus. You can't be frazzled and make a, a good shot. So you're in control of the moment. The moment doesn't control you. You're not hoping that arrow hits this target. You know for a fact it's gonna hit it. That's exactly what Orlando's doing here. It's money, it's impressive. I love it. I love how archery is displayed here. It's just like this, uh, it's like effective weapon. The display of confidence is, is very impressive. That's my breakdown of archery clips and movies. Thanks for watching.